Okay, hello and welcome to the latest Hashtag Love Leash uh, podcast brought to you by the team here in Leash today. We're in studio, Alan. Alan Hartnett is with me. Uh, slightly different format to this week's show because there's quite a lot of things have happened over the past week uh, in, in, in the local news scene. We have an interview with Michael Scully, uh, long-standing photographer Michael Scully, but we're holding it until next week, the bank holiday week. It's always nice, Alan, to get something done a little bit ahead of time um, and to be sort of buying yourself um, a bit of time down the line. So we have the, a very good interview with Michael Scully about his t- life and very interesting career and how he's still working um, so long after he first started. So he's gone from the 1960s to... Um, the current the present day, day. The present day, mm. yeah, uh, in photography. So we're, we're holding that off until next week. We have plenty of other things but to chat about this week as well. Um, busy week. Explain just to people um, the sort of the beat of Leash Today and mo- meetings that we sort of have to cover as a local news outlet. And you've been flat out <laughs> at meetings the past week. <laughs> yeah, there's um, every month there's four kind of meetings that we have to attend. Some months there's well, We don't have five. to attend them, to be fair, but we do attend yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're yeah. allowed to. Allowed to, yeah. yeah. There's five uh, in some months because some months they have what's called a joint uh, policing committee where commission, uh, committee is a commission committee, I think, yeah. where um, you'll you'll get the crime stats from the from the guards, but um, that's four years, so it's every three months. But um, this week and. So last week we have council meetings. Yeah, and uh, people people know about county councillors, they know about Leash County Council, mm. but they might not know, uh, except when it comes to election time, they, they get a handle on their areas. So there are three municipal districts in Leash County Council. There's uh, Port Leash, which is Port Leash, obviously, but it also takes in Abbey Leaks, Ballyroan, Ballinakill, Raheen. Spink. Spink. Does it take in Spink? It does take in Spink. Mm. It goes out that far, yeah. Uh, so there's seven councillors in that area. Then there's Grey Cullen, Port Arlington, which is a fair geographic mad spread. Yeah. Which takes in everywhere from Grey Cullen to Port Arlington. <laughs> Ballybrid is Killinard, Emo, Stradbally, Timahoe, Crettyard, Swan, all the two, well, Arliss, Clean, yeah. Barrow House, Bally Adams, all those Crettyard, places. Crettyard, Collection. Yeah. And down to Grey Cullen. Yeah. So it stretches from the Carlow border to the Offaly border. Yeah. Uh, and that there's six councillors in that area. And then there's the Boris Mount Melick, Mount, uh, Boris and Ostry, Mount Melick here. This is your favourite one. So this stretches from... I love that This one, stretches yeah. from Culler Hill to Clunnesley. From Culler Hill to Clunnesley, yeah. yeah. Uh, it does from, from the south the to the north. The Hurland side of the county. The Hurland side of the county. And it's... Uh, it's the, si- the way they work is there's seven councillors in Portleach. And there's six in the other two. two. Yeah. So I presume that's based on population and representation Bodies, yeah, and all yeah. that crack. So even though the geographically the Portish one would be the smallest. smallest. Yeah. yeah. And 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 these three areas have a, a monthly meeting every month in the middle of the month. So it's all the Wednesday or Thursday, the fourteenth, fifteenth, mm. in around that date every month. And the, where there's just the individuals from that area, and then on the last Monday of every month, yeah, all the come whole together. Lot of them come together. It's sort of like a big big. Celebration of county councillors and council officials, and they have they meet on the Monday. The area meetings two two and a half hours max is how long they take. Yeah, uh, the Boris Mountmelik one. I said they were able to get it done in under an hour. Them boys are they're <laughs> they're sharp out, so they are. There's yeah. no messing over there. And the port the full county council meeting is a day. It's a day job. It's a day. Yeah, it's like a full it, day. It'll go from eleven until one ish, and then they'll break for lunch for about an hour. And uh, sometimes you, we can, well we can get invited to the to the lunch if we want. But people would accuse you know a free lunch. Yeah, but I've I actually never been in the council canteen. I've had lunch um, at the with Christmas the one with the councillors. Yeah, uh, so you do you do cover the main council meetings yeah. far more often than I do. So the, on the, at the Christmas time they have a big spread, but yeah. I've never actually had that in um, the council. Where chamber. has that been? Well, I it does be there, but when I've had it, it was in the Dunamis because oh, yeah. COVID. Well, I remember we had one one time out in the workhouse in Dunamore. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that type of thing. But and, and then just to, to, to people who are, they said, we often see your stories, councillor calls mm. for such a thing. That's where he's calling for them at the, them meetings. At those meetings, and then. How those meetings work is there, there's a little bit of an agenda, there's correspondence, there's updates from the previous meeting. They, have, they mightn't have 12 years because they take a break in the summertime and some of them don't have a meeting in January. So mm. there's about 9, 10 meetings of each area. But each councillor is allowed to have three motions at each meeting and they discuss the motions, they have to get a, back, a seconder and then they're allowed to, to, to talk about the motion and the council give a response. Uh, so at the Port Leash meeting, that would mean that there's 21 motions mm. and I was at it last week and Mark Comerford, who was covering stories for us, people will be familiar with his byline, um, there was a presentation by the ambulance uh, crew, first of all, about stats and you know their resource challenges and response times and sp- specifically to Leash and a breakdown of how the geography of the region works. 
boring but important type of stuff. Mm. Um, but I was saying, like, I was showing Mark the agenda. Like, that's like number three on the agenda. And then we have to get the motions. And there's 21 motions. So, like, it could be an hour and 20 minutes. You in. were a long time with we that, yeah, meeting, that, that was the, It was heading for three hours. That yeah, was. yeah. But then we get, we could get eight, ten stories out of it. Yeah. And I'm learning, like, I'm learning it's six years into Leash today. I was better at this than I was so much on... Uh, like you go, I go to that meeting. I need to leave nearly a full day aside to, to write stories. all the stories yeah. from it. And there be times then I would go to that one in the morning, and I might go to the the Greg Port one in the evening. And you have the whole lot of them piling on top yeah, of each other. Yeah. I actually asked the councillors one time would they split the meetings and go one each week to suit us? Yeah, but it doesn't. <laughs> I d- the councillors were all for it, but I don't think the council. I think it suits the council officials. Yeah, because um, they can spend a month then working on responses, responses and, that. and yeah. all that type of stuff. Um, like for people, I suppose, like we'd see the motions and they can be as as broad or as narrow as you like. Like you could have a motion and it could be something like uh, Councillor Ben Brennan calls on the environment section to go out and fix the pothole adjacent to Matty Moore's house uh, <laughs> from the road at Swan Cross. And it, and it could be that specific and local. You could yeah. be talking about a... So basically... Uh, Matty Moore has rang Ben Brennan and said listen that pothole it's like a crater outside yeah. the house please can you get something done about it so Ben then goes on his way and he and he, he gets the council yeah, staff and they'll get a response and the response could range from um, a the official, official will meet the elected <laughs> member at the site to inspect uh, or else it might say that we've There's no, no money yeah. yeah we have to seek funding or and they don't like that they yeah. don't like that when they're told seek funding is basically like saying no <laughs> they never actually say no they never tell them no it's very rare to tell them no but what they'll say yeah, is you know, we, this is not covered for in the roads program, or this is not covered for under Clara funding, or we'll have to seek additional whatever, or they'll, or, or they'll pass it on to some other authority. Yeah, yeah we'll have to talk the, to the, the environment TII. or the TIO. <laughs> they hate the TII. Yeah. Irish Water TII ESB. ESB yeah. They despise those bodies, yeah. and Irish Waters have been rebranded now. It's That's now right. called Ishka Aaron. Why is that? Because everyone hates Irish yeah, Water. Yeah, but so. why would it change it to an Irish name when, like, the country has never been as multicultural? Well, I suppose it's because I'd say anything that's not Irish water. Yeah, yeah. Irish water carries this bad smell around with it, didn't well, they? Tried to put water meters on everybody's house. Time so I left the Limerick leader and uh, handed in my notice. Never forget the day I handed in my notice. It was actually a weight off me. I'll never forget walking down O'Connell Street in Limerick and feeling like, as they say in the Shawshank Redemption, as free as a bird. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I didn't, God only. I, I you had didn't serve idea. time, you know. I, did, I, I don't know the idea of the of the of the hardship that I was in <laughs> store for, but uh, by setting up leash today. But uh, where am I going with that? Oh yeah, another guy handed in his notice the same day to go to a PR job at Irish Water. Oh all right. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, get yeah. we do get emails from him every so often. Um, I'm trying to find an example of uh, one of those motions that you said. Like they, they can be so specific. So they can be that specific, or else they can be broader. Um, and they can. They can maybe look at something like uh, we have, but it, it at the, the local area meetings they tend to be very local issues. So basically, I have a problem where I live. I can't solve it. So what do I do? I try to get onto my local councillor to see can he or she do something for me. And if he or she can't, they'll raise it then as a as a motion, and that's kind of how the process works. So people probably get frustrated sometimes that stuff takes so long oh, yeah but that's unfortunately the nature of of the system that yeah. that's what it does take like here's one uh that leash county council makes safe the road at money quid and that's the up sort of cavern direction um that leash county council give an update regarding the removal of the trees at camera cemetery yeah you know and that's some of them and then there's some of them in I, I like covering the port leash ones i must say i prefer covering the port leash area than the other areas now i hope some of the councillors don't oh. eat me alive over that but I do think that the, me, the, the the motions at the Port Leash area concern a far greater number of people, and that's why I think they can they could be about like a proposed bus route through the town. They could be about a new development or, um, you know, a certain road in the town or something that everyone that it gets far greater use than the one in Money Quid or something. Mm. And again, don't want my good friend in Money Quid uh, <laughs> coming onto me. I think it's about three houses there. <laughs> Uh, um, and like I shouldn't I'm from a very rural area myself I can't poke fun at other rural areas but and then as you said the road at Knockbeg is one that tries oh yeah they won't salt it (laughs) they refuse to salt the road because it's not a national road so they won't salt it and 
uh, this is, comes up every year. Like it won't, we won't hear about it again now <laughs> until November. But when the roads are freezing, this comes up. And like uh, Ben Brennan's fantastic. Yeah. Ben Brennan is an independent councillor in the Great Cullen. Chris Yard GA man. Yeah, Great Cullen Port Area. Great Cullen Port Area. He's president of St Avans Athletics Club or chairman. Former chairman is Chris Yard GA Club. And he he just come out with great lines, yeah. like you know, and he he'd often threaten like that. He'll go out himself yeah. with a bucket and a spade, and yeah. he'll spread the salt on the road <laughs> if they want to. Are you for someone to be killed? killed before yeah. you do something yeah. about it is a, is a great one. Yeah. And like his tone, his I don't like they'll come back. Uh, the the council will um <laughs> will, will 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 see can funding be f- sought in quarter four. This could be quarter one or something, mm-hmm. and then he'd have a motion, two motions further down. And he get the same response. And I'm just that's more of it now. That's just more of it now. I'm being fobbed <laughs> off. He told him that last week. He was, I don't even remember what it was about, but he's being fobbed off again. Yeah. And he was sick of it. Sick of yeah. being fobbed off yeah. by them. I've got to stand around. I keep oh. bringing it up. And, yeah. and, and, like, and, and they're all very passionate. And then, of course, sometimes they get into rows with each other. You know? Yeah, and that's like, oh God. You don't like those ones? No, because it's stupid. Like, I don't understand why why, why they, they do that. I know they get frustrated over different things, but. There, and there's one thing I don't mind like people having a row but uh, sometimes they snipe at one another and they make comments about one another and that just yeah you wouldn't see that in the school no yard, no like. it can be very juvenile types and of course there's a the big issue whether they're going to stream the meetings or not and like there are two things of that that's obviously a very hot topic some of them don't want it I do, I, my view on it is stream it and be done with it what have you to be afraid of by saying you don't want it streamed it's given a perception that there's something to hide which absolutely is not the case. There is nothing to hide. And the other thing is, who in the right mind would sit down and watch them? <laughs> you know? Yeah, you see, the, the thing they said about the stream the last time it was discussed, which was a couple of months ago, was that it would have to be done on a delay. Oh, yeah, because if there's any Because they're not the speaking. So in the doll, people can say what they want because they're they under privilege. parliamentary privilege, so yeah. they can't be sued. But if you're speaking in the council chamber, you don't have any protection. And there is things that have been said there in my time that if I printed them, the person who said them would be sued. So would we. And on us, yeah, uh, yeah, by yeah, extension, yeah. yeah. Well, would we be? I don't know. We're only reporting what the person said. Uh, we're liable. Yeah, yeah you probably yeah, would yeah, be liable. Yeah. That's why the half the time someone, some of the councillors come to you, never did anything about such a thing. And I said, <laughs> yeah, I want to stay open. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. And I have to explain it to them. I said, look, that's, th- that is very... And maybe it could be okay defamation-wise. But th- the defamation laws are that if we publish something, and I say, and don't sue me about this now, if I said Alan Hartnett is a murderer... yeah. Alan Hart and I'm not and you're not <laughs> yeah just clear that up he's not a murderer it would be up to me then but the onus of responsibility is not on Alan Hart to prove that he is not a murderer the onus is on Leash today to prove, prove that, that he is a murderer mm. so so like I am not going to go down that those routes of publishing something and then the onus of responsibility on us because some councillor might have an agenda on a particular topic and leaving us, they leave themselves wide open all they want but we won't be um, going down, with going down that route, and no. it, it, it will be certain times you might have to get a story sent to a, to, a, to 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 be legal, as they say. Mm. But like, as you know, we you know we don't go looking for those type, particularly out of council meetings. So that's that that sort of gives a background. Just a couple of stories. Um, this one drives people berserk as well. Like, is the they're getting three new roundabouts in Port Leash. That's one story. Yeah. Um. Um, on the Mount Melick Road. Now, if you've covered the Port Leash area meetings, this roundabouts on the Mount Melick Road comes up all the time. It's um, an ongoing issue, yeah. And actually, do you know what? It's funny. When, when I saw your story yesterday, I had to go. I got a call late last night. Uh, emergency in Clonus Lee. An under-11 soccer team had no management. So I had to... By right. my one night of the week, I didn't have to go anywhere. Oh, I had to go to Clonisley. So yeah, it's the one night because I have Junior C Tuesday. I have the minors Wednesday. I have Junior B. Minor what? Footballers aren't we going to? Aren't I going well, to that? Oh, to cover yeah, them. Yeah, to cover them. No, ju- yeah, Junior yeah. B Thursday, and then uh, Friday I'm going to Punchestown. So Monday night was my one <laughs> night. I was just going to sit at home and do nothing. But anyway, I went out. But I drove into town, and I if I'm going to Mount Melick, sometimes. Especially around that time, I won't drive through the town. So I drove down to the church and I turned right, up oh, heading yeah, towards yeah, your yeah. house, turned left past the Boris Road. Uh, well, I didn't go that far. I turned left immediately after the oh, church. So Ridge right Road. and then right and then left. Yeah, the out, there, out, out there, out there. Pool, Correct. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, I turned yeah. left down that narrow little chicane there after the after the. Well, that's Green Mill Lane. Yeah, and yeah. I came up to Old exactly that spine where yeah, the yeah. and there was a line of cars all the way back. So I did something that's probably not frowned on. I went through ton stores and someone had pushed the lights, so I was able to nip out. Ahead yeah, of all very, the, very the cars, but of Sammy y- Kelly yeah, 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 yeah. But there, there's three new roundabouts going. There's one going on the Ballyfin Road, 
there's one going as that they call Harper's Lane and mm-hmm. there's one going on Green Mill Lane. Yeah. Um, Harper's Lane and the Ballyfin Road both sort of join back up to... It has to be the most roundabout town in the country. Yeah, it has to be. But but as Noel too, and he's no longer a county councillor in Port Leash, he said, you tell anyone on the Mount Mellick Road that there are too many roundabouts in Port Leash. Oh they no. Yeah, and it's they, a very they, dangerous And, and I saw it first standard yeah. last night. The only round, there's one stupid roundabout there on that road where, where you go before the swimming pool. Before it's one of them circle ones on the oh, ground before the pedestrian crossing. It's there, you turn right. left to go to the cinema or you stay oh, going yeah, straight on. Place yeah. That, yeah, that is a little bit of a silly That's one. It's ridiculous one. Try yeah. often drive around that the wrong way. Yeah, and most people go over the fucking thing. Yeah, I don't even go over it. I go yeah, around yeah, at the yeah. other side. The, the, oh. So, that, so there's getting new, um, so three new roundabouts. Well, they have to meet the TII. And as Caroline Dwayne Stanley said, make the most of that meeting because they won't meet you too often. So to explain to people, the TII are Transport Infrastructure Ireland and they manage the national roads. So N, anything you see, N, N7, N80, N80 any of those things. is the things. one from that is essentially that Mount Melick Road through Stra- and it goes through Stradley. Yeah. It essentially connects the southeast of the country, Wexford, where the ferries go yeah. from across there, to the west of Ireland. Yeah, and you can't do anything on that road without... TII approved. Yeah, so the, the council ro- manages smaller roads, yeah. so they'll fill the potholes on local roads, local roads and regional yeah. roads, and but that's the NAD, and and there'll often be calls about reducing the speed limit mm. or increasing the speed limit on certain roods, or whatever, and say so can't do anything about it. That's a TII. And they're mad to, to try and get TII. Yeah, uh, into them. They want into to meet the TII. TII. Now they met the money. I'd say about a year ago. Okay, it wasn't there. Uh, no, we weren't. It wasn't oh, public. Sorry, sorry. It wasn't okay, public. Yeah. But I've heard them reference this meeting yeah. that they had and the way they were promised. To be back, yeah, I haven't come back yet. But they're meeting the TII over. I think the Leash County Council expert group have suggested that yes, roundabouts can go on the Mount Melick Road. Now, there'll be a lot of digging up. Um, uh, Catherine Fitzgerald Councillor made a very good point. She can't understand how at Greenmill Lane, which is the one that comes up by the old Dunn stores, how uh, when that Dunn stores was done up, there wasn't a stipulation that a roundabout be put in as part of the planning. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, which, yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, uh, she, she, she says it's the most accident spot in the county. I don't know if there's stats to back that up or is that sort of with them stats and you can't really prove them. Total, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, unless um, they count the lorry crashing into the bridge all the time is an accident. Not, yeah, but that's not in that road. No, not necessarily yeah, in that yeah. road, yeah. That yeah. happens all the time too. That's another thing that happens. Yeah. I, 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 um, I, was I think they started arresting the drivers that do it. Well, I, I went back, I picked, I went back through the papers there recently from 1973 and the front page picture on the Leinster Express in 1973 was a lorry crashing into <laughs> that bridge 50 years ago. <laughs> I still laugh at Lord. They were given out at the time that the lorries had gotten bigger but the bridges hadn't. Oh, yeah, no. okay. But bridges, bridges aren't going to get too much. We'll have to lower the, road, lower or the road or something. But the, yeah. the, just before we move on from roads and roundabouts in Port Leash, Anyone driving down Main Street will often wonder when you get to where Egan's or it's now Lilies, where Egan's used to be, um, Shaw's used to be, and where the new library is going. Always have to yield to traffic coming from the left. Mm. And Catherine Fitzgerald had a more as, as a, a, a retired guard in Port Leash said to me one time because uh, it must be the only road in the country where you have to yield to traffic coming from the left. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, as Catherine Fitzgerald said at last week's meeting, most people just drive straight through it anyway. They don't yield at all to keep going. But she also explained that, and I'd heard this one before, that the reason you yielded to the left was when the primary schools were down that way and the secondary school, uh, the old convent before yeah. it became um, School Cree Street and the old primary school girls before it went into Holy Family, there was a lot of traffic coming from that side. And that's why the traffic, that road had... Yeah. Had had yeah superseded the other road, but she has called for the traffic to change now, especially with the library coming on stream. And I think county council are in favour of it, and there could be a change. So doesn't get any bigger than that in Leash today. <laughs> anyway, have you a road one as well before we move on? So yeah, these are the type of stories so, that so come that's up. That's kind of Port Leash area. I was in at two meetings: the Greg um, Port Arlington meeting and the Boris Mount Medic one. It, the, sort of the biggest. Like, there's plenty of stories there. It's hard to say the biggest one, but maybe the one that has the most rele- relevance to me is yeah, because uh, it goes by your house. Yeah, because it goes by my house. Yeah, it's going to give me traffic problems for the next while, but it'll be worth it. Um, there's been a long running battle in Strabley to get a footpath that connects the town to the graveyard. So up to now, like, you'd see people at funerals and if they walk up behind the hearse, which would often be the case, mm. they have to walk back down the main road. Yeah. You know, which, dangerous. and that's a dangerous bend. Dangerous a lot of people, a lot of accidents there, a lot of people killed over the years there. They've done a lot of work making it safer, but you still have to walk a stretch of about two, three hundred metres mm. on the main road. On a bend. On a bend. Yeah. And, like, there's very few places in the country that that would be yeah. the case. So, Pascal McAvoy... Um, Eating this drum for a long time. And Tom Mulhall. I have to yeah. give Tom a mention here. 
Tom done an awful lot Tired of work in this area. Retired councillor yeah. Fine Gael, councillor from Emo, he done an awful lot of work here and he was met with a residence group uh, in Oakville because my road is before that bend and it's a bad junction they're yeah. trying to get out. I know one wants to know, Alan lives, you turn right on that road as you're going up towards yeah. Oakville before you get to the woods, turn right. I'd be like Paul Murphy now, I'll have all the lads <laughs> picketing outside my house the next time we insult old MCs or somebody. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the the, uh, the the footpath is going to link between the new housing estate, as we'd call it, Kyle Lake Manor. It's yeah. not new, but the new, about 20 newer. Years, 15 years yeah, or so, yeah. Like there's new ones in yeah. Strably since, but still called a new one. And the rough footpath will go from there all the way Which up. Which side of the road? On, on that side. On the Kyle Begg side? Yeah. On the Kyle side, yeah, and it'll go around or around the the bend up up past. Uh, and will there be a pedestrian crossing? And a pedestrian up, cross uh, up and then, at the graveyard, okay, yeah, yeah, to link it across. Yeah. Probably so the most scenic graveyard in Leash. Ah, it is a nice graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of my favourite spots in Leash is going both ways across the Windy Gap. I think. You yeah, know, coming yeah. back into Stradbally, coming down from coming from, from Carlo side, lovely views. See the all the way to Rocket on the Mesa. Yeah, incredible right views. There, and, behind and, you. and which we have a pull-up mm. banner, sorry, we don't have views of the rock mm. base from the <laughs> office, but uh, and going the other way, once you go past the the woods on the left-hand side and you're looking off, it's probably a lot of Kildare you're looking yeah, off. Yeah, you, you, you can see, you can see, anyway. you can see all the way over there. If you go for walks up in Oakville, there's a viewing point at the top up on one of the, the cliffs, well, it's not a cliff, but yeah. up on the top of it and you can literally see all Carlo, yeah, Kildare. Yeah. On a sunny day, yeah. you'd see Oakville, for Oakville is a really, really nice. I, went, uh, I spent a good bit of time going out for walks during Oakville, mm. during COVID, when that was all you could do. Like, yeah, yeah. For walks since COVID, it finished. No, neither have I. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, that's one that, so, so that's So now you were telling me you can walk from Sylvester Feelings. You can walk from the very the top of the town all the way to it's the graveyard, walk. which is a fair old walk now. At least, yeah, at least. So that'll be great and it'll take, I think it'll take about couple of months yeah. to get it done but it'll be worth it when it's done it'll be a disruption and a nuisance for me but for, for everyone else yeah, it'll be yeah, great yeah. the other one just on Boris Mamelik, um that's worth, worth mentioning as yeah. well um, and it's something that's a huge problem across the county it's across the country but it's a huge problem across the county dumping oh jeez yeah. yeah dumping James Kelly had a had a story there about um, he had great pictures of it as well couches beds mattresses old car ties bags of rubbish this particular plot of land is at the back of a couple of housing estates in Mount Rat and people can drive in and dump into it and not only that then they set on fire like low light madness and you know we we were a discussion in the council on Monday about how you tackle this and uh, Ashley Moran has a good suggestion there with with what she once would like to see, she's a Fianna Gael councillor, and she'd like to see every house being given a bin. Every house in the country. Okay. And you have to pay for it. You know no choice. You have to pay for it. I'd and say, you know, it would be a cohort now. Would oh, of course it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murder and she said, like, that would stop a lot of it because if people have to pay for something, well, they'll put, put they'll it into it. Then. They'll use yeah, it then. Yeah. And then uh, another, but another thing then is the most frustrating the whole lot is the, the cameras and the situation. Oh, the crazy see. situation that has been allowed to unfold with GDPR where people now can't be, uh, cameras can't be used uh, to catch people from doing this because it breaches their the GDPR. GDPR. Yeah. So, it's so crazy. And as Ashley Moran quite rightfully says regularly, it's protecting the criminals. Yeah. It's not protecting yeah. anyone else. Now, we're all up in arms over that, Paddy. It's going on forever. Yeah, forever. And, and all these and community CCTV schemes need someone to take on the role yeah. of the GDPR, GDPR controller. controller. Data controller yeah. And the council are taking on some of it, aren't some they? Some of it, yeah. But it's it's just a disaster. Even there was one turned on there recently. I think it might have been Mount Melick. Mount Melick did turn there one and on. And Paddy yeah. Bracken was saying, like, they have this thing where they have to. Uh, where they have to uh, blur out. So anything that's deemed to be a private area has to be blurred out. But that means then that by extension... The bits in front of the houses have to be blurred yeah, out. Yeah, so, so he you said, can't like, actually catch anyone you can't anything. Catch anyone yeah, yeah, do yeah. anything. Like, so yeah. we 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 live in a world now. I find that it's increasingly set up to protect people who are doing wrong mm. rather than punish them, and they can hide behind different laws. Society is a bit like that, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. like if someone does something wrong in in Irish life or anything, and we see this as a media platform. We're nearly the worse for highlighting it yeah. than the person is for doing it. You see it with a row or anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We yeah, get yeah. grief for doing it, whereas the people who are in the middle of it, more or less, you know, no. you know, get off scot-free. Get off. And, 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 and you get blackened and you get cold-shouldered mm. for doing something like that. And that's Irish society, mm. you know. Mm. It's like the whole thing about whistleblowers. Whistleblowers can raise very relevant <laughs> wrongdoings and they get 
the general trend is that they get intimidated mm-hmm. bullied all of these things in wh- whatever workplace they're, they're in, in yeah. and it doesn't protect them at all no anyway uh, slight sort of we went off Stradbury dumping back to Stradbury briefly electric picnic we'll jump, jump topics I uh, know before we go to electric forest picnic, fest no before we go to forest fest or electric picnic um, and we're not talking about local politics and that local elections are a year mm. away and we're sort of beginning the countdown um, you excited about it I actually am. I like the local elections. Yeah. The local elections are, are fun because they're open. You know, you can sit down before the general election and there's only five or six seats and, and it's fairly easy yeah. to pick out who's going to get through. Local elections are, are ah, great crack. The, the biggest three days combined traffic we have had in least today's history have been the local, local election elections. count in 2019. Yeah. And we did a lot of preparation for it. But we were even still taken by surprise by the level of interest. I think it was 46 candidates the last time. 19 yeah. of them get elected. Three areas. Three full days. It was like about 2 o'clock in the morning. By the time on, on Tuesday morning. By the time we, we fell out up. of a yeah. key loo business park. Yeah, yeah, Never yeah. forget, Alan, uh, having a conversation with a council official about a certain geography. I said, well, you get out of this place. We've been here long enough. <laughs> they were close enough and we were still chatting. And, it was yeah. there and we've had enough of this place. <laughs> but they're a year away. We'll be contacting all the councillors in the next to, to find their intentions mm. whether they're going for, for another year I did a piece recently on Port Leash and, uh, and I suggested in one sense I didn't suggest but I sort of said it remains to be seen whether such a councillor will will, retor- will run again but Jane they were on to me fairly quick to say yeah you're not retiring me that easily and uh, you, you're, you're making me out to be ancient and <laughs> just to clip my wings fairly quickly <laughs> So uh, that sort of I had intended doing the other two areas, but they sort of put me back in the <laughs> box. <laughs> but uh, so obviously in the Port Leash area, the, the, the big highlight sort of new candidate outside the nineteen is Naeem Iqbal, a Pakistani native who ran as an independent the last time and performed very very well. Was beaten to the last seat by Thomasina Connell. Um, he has since been recruited and agreed to uh, join the Fianna Fáil party, and almost certain to be on the ticket. Uh, almost certain to be on the ticket at the next local elections for them in Port Leash. And that'll be very interesting to see how that dynamic plays oh, out. completely. Uh, and that, that's one of the areas that would be wide open. You know, like there's... And even like Chernol too, he is not going to be running this and time. his wife he, Mary is in on board. We don't know what the dynamic's going to be there. And um, it's... it's a, the Port Leash is always open anyway. Um, there's And Port Leash is a little bit more... It's just culturally diverse. Culturally diverse. There, there, there could be a wild card will come easier mm. in Port Leash than either of the either other two the other areas. Um, so that's that. And then in the in the Great Cullen Port Arlington area, uh, Vivian Phelan, who was a candidate in the last election for Fine Gael, uh, didn't get elected. Tomal Hall and Ashling Moran got elected. Vivian was the third of the Fine Gael candidates. She's back now as an area rep, and she will like it's not confirmed, but she'll be quite certain to be on the Fianna Fáil ticket. Yeah, I'd imagine with. PJ Kelly and 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 Ashley, or on the Finnegan, what did I say? Oh, sorry, she's a different party, very different party. Uh, she she'll be on the slip of the tongue there. Um, she'll be with, with Ashley Moore and PJ Kelly, who who was co-opted to replace Tom Hall, and he retired uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, now, one thing I do, uh, I I have good time for Vivian. She's very competent, good speaker. I think would make a very good county councillor. And I've got to be very conscious. We're not putting any candidate above another, but I hate that ter- the title of area rep. Oh what, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is there a need for an area rep when your party already, already has, has two? Elected members in that area, like yeah. I saw Port Leash, Fianna Fáil had some fe- had a lad I can't can't remember his name now, which is escaping me, as area rep in Port Leash, and the three three councillors in the area, or maybe the only two councillors in the area. What is the need for an area rep when you have? And then what gets me even more? I've no problem councillors or TDs sending us in statements on such a thing because they have a mandate; they've been elected by the people to do the role that they're in. But what I do have a problem with is area reps for parties that don't have an elected representative, that sure anyone can be an area rep. You know, have you the same problem as I have with them? Or have I depends what they're saying, you know, it depends what they're saying. Well, that's fair enough. But they don't have a mandate. No, they're just like anybody else saying yeah. it, really. But, well, but, but it, you see, the gen- a lot of the old publics don't know that. Don't know, wouldn't difference yet. No, you know, no, no. so that that's no. why I think it is dangerous. Yeah. You yeah. know? It just depends. Uh, to me, it depends what they're saying. Like, sometimes it can be, sometimes it could be very, very relevant local issue that they're raising. And no harm to get publicity yeah. for it. I, I suppose probably the responsibility is on the likes to, of us to, to d- highlight decide, yeah, that yeah. these are not an elected representative. Yeah. They yeah. are they, an, they area are an area rep for this political party. party. Yeah. Um, so maybe I shouldn't be getting too... Uh, but <laughs> I, do <laughs> I do have a little bit of an issue with it because we do get inundated with politicians sending this stuff. Oh, we do. So and then, like, it's going so, to... So then when you have ones that aren't politicians yeah. um, sending this stuff, then... And like the next year now, it's going to be... Oh. I can even see it... Edge, in the, the edges tension. there in the tension yeah. like lads lads and ladies that are in the, the chamber they know 
their year out now from from an election, and they'll be making sure that everything they say or do gets coverage and gets you know they, they'll want it. So ah, completely. And look, uh, we're after probably poking fun at councillors and councils there to a little. He said, "I have the height of respect for the nineteen Leash County oh, councillors." Yeah. They're not paid well for what they do. No. They work incredibly long hours, anti-social hours. They're, it, it, I'd say they're on well below the minimum wage for what the hours that they actually do. And the other thing, it's the same with any politician, local or national. I could go for a job, you could go for a job and not get it. Nobody knows. No. We don't need to tell anyone. They put their, their face literally out there on polls and mm-hmm. telephone polls and, and all that. And if they lose... They are humiliated, and it's a humiliating loss. And that's why I give them all a free pass. If they g- abuse us around the time of local elections, I sort of, I, 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 it washes over us because I, they're under so much pressure. They're an extremely stressful time, and they, I would say, hand on heart, the nineteen Leash County councillors are all in it for the betterment of the communities. Oh, absolutely. There's no question, and I, and we've all. You know, I, I've been in contact with our own local fellas for issues like if you had something locally you needed fixed, or if. You know, I remember my grandmother was needed uh, handrails to get in out of her house when she was alive, and you know the, the councillors couldn't be more helpful. Yeah, to, the, the, to they're generally delighted you know. when you ask them about something. Yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. They, no, they, it's it's an early vocation, but the one that you have to get elected to. Yeah. At, at like the three days at the election count, the I really think school children should be brought to it to see it from the point of view. It's it's so democratic. Everyone is the exact same. You have all walks of life, all backgrounds, uh, and every emotion under the sun for those Comes, couple of days. Yeah. You have relief, you have stress, mm. you have anger, you have disappointment, you have celebration. And the celebration scenes then when they get elected, <laughs> it's like county final day <laughs> times <laughs> ten. You know, <laughs> but um, I wonder will Barry Walsh, if he's elected, be as good a good at belting out the skies or Ballyroan as Mary Sweeney was? I'd say he will. I'd so? say yeah, he yeah. will. There wouldn't be any flies in Barry. He will be able. He'd yeah. have to bring Mary in. I'd say for the ch- for yeah, the yeah. tune. But uh, yeah. should he should he get back in champagne, there? Champagne, uh, I think the Clooney crowd had the champagne. That's remember right. uh, John King then elected and the, the cheers. <laughs> Porrick Fleming, remember Porrick Fleming was elected and the light, the flash bulbs uh, got. Ben Brennan's support was playing cards. Yeah. A lot of weight in the road. <laughs> well, there is like it goes on for ages, and it, it, it take. And I, I found when we were there that um, nothing happens for hours, and then loads of things happen one after another. Like yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like. It can be like that, and we had a big team the last time. Indeed. We had myself, yourself, Julie, Shun, and John Whelan. Like we had, yeah. we had a big team in and there. We had Brona Scully, one yeah. of the excellent yeah, transitional yeah, yeah, yeah. experienced students. So we had. had. So we're going to have, to, and we got our elected sign. Yes, it's still up on the wall here. It's right, you can hashtag, see it there, elected, hashtag elected, and they all they all loved it. Loved it. And yeah. it was gas like the local elections. So at least today's first time to cover the local elections was twenty nineteen. Yeah, the crack we had at it, but the sign, the hashtag. Elected with leash today on it. They all it was like getting the trophy. Yeah. Could, like they'd have to be to get the photo, but they couldn't get the photo till that side. And it was a bit of free branded for us for that as well. But um, I get it, it, we'll have to develop a team now to get ready for that. You have a year now to, to get them, yeah, boss. Exactly. It's your yeah. job now to get that oh, sorted. Yeah. I enjoy building a team yeah. for events. But I remember the the general election was six or eight months later, and I was like, we have oh, to be ready for this. I designed it yeah. and the whole lot, and like it was like. I don't know how you would compare it. It was like going from an All-Ireland final in terms of excitement, full house in Croke Park to an old National League. It was. There was no... Like and even I remember we kind of, because of local elections, we sort of had to run at the place. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. With, the, with the Nationals? RT there was in. a load of RT were there. And, and big gantry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of other media. We didn't feel half as important no, at all. No, Whereas the locals I remember was the, different. I remember, like, I just spoke to spoofers that come around. Like, a clipboard. A clipboard yeah. is very important at an yeah. election counting. You have to buy the tallies and all that. And I remember... National media and someone thought because he was from the national media, this lad will know what's going on. Now, this is the general election, and someone said to him, What way do you think it will go? I've never heard such a spoofology comment. He goes, Well, it'll probably all come down to the transfers. (laughs) 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 So, like, was there, and they were like lapping it up because this fellow should know. (laughs) This lad would know, yeah, he'd know. know. Anyway, um, before we move off from politics, and we've gone way over time (laughs) with this particular topic, I was down in Balakala on Friday, I met Liam Highland. Uh, the former Fianna Fáil he was a local he was a county councillor he was a TD he was a senator he was an MEP he celebrated his 90th birthday on Sunday and did a sort of a celebrate you know reflecting on his life and his career in politics and uh, it was in his front sitting room in his home in Balakala and talk about an engaging he, his, his sharp as attack we chatted about everything from the civil war his father was an old IRA commander uh, was interned after the war of independence um, his father died when he was young one of the comments father said to him when he was dying he said 
be kind to your mother. She's going to have a very difficult life. Two young children being left behind. Don't be afraid of the dark. He was farming, but there was no electricity yeah, at the time. Yeah, going yeah. out calving cows. And don't go into politics. <laughs> <laughs> so he did and two he said, of those things. He did two of those things. <laughs> and he said when the time came, he was secretary of the Fianna Fáil coming in Balakala. And... <laughs> They tormented him and tormented him and tormented him to run for Fianna Fáil for the local elections. And it adjourned the AGMs. And eventually his mother said to him, they're not going to let, let, you, know, let you off until you agree to go and your father would understand. <laughs> and he ended up serving the people at least for 40, 40 years. years. And yeah. it t- it just and then we chatted about everything. Charlie Hawhey, Bertie Hearn, Albert Reynolds, Mary Lou MacDonald. Um, brilliant, brilliant chat. It's time. Uh, just, just really enjoy. I really enjoyed And I do enjoy politicians when they're relaxed and they trust you and you're in they're our fabulous company mm. and I re- I haven't written the piece yet but um, he, he told one about Charlie Hawhey's time and the intimidation and Charlie Hawhey was in Charlie Hawhey's office one day he- hearing from all the Cummins around Leash that every meeting he went to in Leash I think there was 70 Fianna Fáil Cummins in Leash he, he said almost everyone he said when are you going to get rid of Hawhey and he said he was not long up in the doll and Hawhey said anyone you're in any trouble and he, of course he, he said I was naive enough to sort of <laughs> to say, say he that. was and he said brought into his office and uh, oh, he closed the door and he came out to him and he more or less threatened him <laughs> and then he went to go and he said it was this like oak panelled or pan- library panelled uh, office and he couldn't find the door because the door was <laughs> hidden it. and he was like where's the door and oh, he said to him there's the window that'll effing do you <laughs> <laughs> but he you know he, and, and he, he was a good time for Bertie great time for Albert Reynolds of course it, because he was anti-Charlie Hawhey yeah, he, he could yeah, never yeah. got him in a serial position Albert brought him straight back into the fold huge time for Albert Reynolds L- big fan of Bertie Ahern as well and just to hear his memory and how candid he was and how sharp he was really enjoyable interview and I hope I do it justice in the written piece um, so we'll, we'll, we'll sign off on our political side Tur- we we'll have to go way over time no wonder we didn't have time for a Michael Scully interview back to Stradbally Electric Picnic yeah Electric Picnic so the latest lineup announcement was over 40 acts now added to the to the bill and there'll be another lineup announcement usually around the middle of the summertime to get us ready for it so it's mad like we're September the 1st is when it's starting so we're, we're not too far away from that so they kind of announced 10 acts before, before Christmas, for Christmas and who are the main uh, acts this year now just so the, the headliners on the Friday are um, Billie Eilish and okay. Niall Horan alright yeah that's fairly so box office that's yeah. li- now and it says Niall Horan and special guests so would we have a potential One Direction reunion I wonder yeah. No, maybe that's mad to say, but anyway. Saturday then is Fred again. I don't think you would be big man into Fred again. What type of stuff does he play? Uh, I don't even know. Okay, well, that's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he, 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 do, he, uh, I, I, he would be well known now, okay. he would. And then, and like, what, what, you know, can you, would it be, what, like, is it boom, 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 rubbish, or is it... No, More like easy he, listening. Yeah, he he wouldn't. He I don't know. I I I'll, uh, I'll, I'll yeah. have a very a very quick uh, look at what his main song on on uh, Spotify on Spotify. Actually, uh, anyone listening to this podcast each day is available to listen to on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, so we'll see now. Will will this work? Oh no, you can't do that. So there now. Okay, don't get brought up for copyright. Ah, uh, uh, ten seconds shouldn't. <laughs> so that's kind of the news you could expect with Fred okay, again. Don't like the sound. He'll of be though like Saturday evening. He'll be probably coming on around midnight oh, or I'm one o'clock. He'll be well in bed at that stage. <laughs> and then on the Sunday we've the killers. Yeah, I'll be trying to find my way out through the forest and the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the Sunday then we've the killers. Oh yeah, I know that. They yeah, yeah. they were absolutely brilliant the last Mr. time Boyd's they were there. Side. Absolutely yeah, 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 brilliant. Yeah. And there will be another act. Uh, as you can see, to be revealed oh, to go with them on the Sunday. Sunday. Okay, yeah. So, so, so then, what they announced last week? Then forty different acts, was it? Yeah. So you've the likes of the, the lesser lights. Yeah, you've the likes of uh, Rick Astley. You know, you're not. Ah, you do know Rick no. Astley. He he has a what's what's his main song now? Ah, you definitely know. You will know Rick Astley. The Modern Father are very excited to go see Rick Astley. So never gonna give you up. Oh yes, never gonna let yes, you yes, down. Yes, one. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, he'll be there. Um, they have Tom Adele. Uh, he's more mainstream. I you probably would know him. Dev, um, Mimi Webb, Johnny Marr, Jamie XEX, Keen to Crow. You've surely seen Keen to Crow. He's going around all the time now with a with a, a music concert orchestra behind him, and he sings right. in like uh, car parks and oh, stuff him. like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's from Waterford, I think. I went to Electric Picnic one year and I didn't hear one song yeah. that I knew. <laughs> I but now there is definitely two bands that you will go and see this year. I know isn't what you're there? going to say. Isn't yeah, there two yeah, bands? There's yet? one I'll go to see. Yeah, and and and, and the other one you'd have to go just for the look, yeah, just for the look. Yeah. So the first one you're 100 percent be there is the Saw Doctors. 100 percent. Yeah. There's the no Doctors. question that, <laughs> no, and I'll go to them as well. I love. They're brilliant. They're absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant. Like they the they light. they will be brilliant. Yeah. The Saw Doctors are fantastic. Yeah. The songs. In and the I hope they're in a tent. 
I, yeah, I don't want to see them on the main stage. I want to see them in a tent. Yeah, yeah. Atmosphere in a tent is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all a great shout. Yeah. Because they broke up briefly. Did they? They did. They broke up briefly. Yeah, they're on the go a long time. Yeah, forever. They're on the go a long, long time. They broke up briefly, but they're, they got back together. Um, and, and the Wolf Tones. Now, I like some of the Wolf Tones songs, but I think sometimes that their concerts can be a little bit rowdy for my <laughs> like. So I'll stand well at the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they were actually on with the two Johnnies about a month ago. Yeah. It was around, around the time of the controversy with the Irish women's team. Oh, yes. Yeah, but he, you know what? Um, they sang... Um, the Rhapsody song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Celtic Symphony. The Celtic Symphony, sorry. And yeah. uh, they, they, they spoke about that, like, and everything. And Do you know one of them left early on in the in the whole thing? I didn't know that. No, yeah. No, no. So like one of the Warfields? I don't know which one, which one of them it was now, but one, the, a brother of one of okay. them left, kind of had fell out and left... Imagine him, that he must feel yeah, fair bad. Like, yeah, these yeah. boys are still selling out everywhere <laughs> to go, like, you know. And they were asked would they ever... age at this age. They're nearly 80, like. Yeah. They were asked would one of them, one of the Johnny's asked, you know, do you plan on retiring? And your man said, when we get to 80, I think we'll retire, yeah, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Retire at 80. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the, the, the Wolf Tones. I often bemoan the fact that there wasn't a Christy Moore type... Um, Saw Doctors type element to the picnic. Yeah. Um, I thought I saw Frank and the Walters last year, but I think it was just some crowd doing a cover of their song. <laughs> <laughs> well, they like they would be the type of like the, the stunning are, are oh, another yeah. one that no, they're not coming to this yet, but they're another one that would you know fit that type of a, of a bill. Um, but like it's I've I've emailed Electric Picnic organizers saying could we do our podcast in the oh in one of the yeah, tents yeah, yeah. yeah. So hopefully this year we will. And your and your response no. Okay, yeah. Yeah. but I'm going to get onto them again. Like, yeah, let off rubbish in it. Oh, they let anything into yeah, it. Yeah, sure. yeah. We, yeah. I think we've the, the local card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely, they love that. But sure. the other thing I want to do is, I want to have a crowd at us. If we, mm. if we get in, make sure we'll have to rent our pals, mentor, mentor boys to be there. Know? Yeah, and maybe someone high profile come on after us. And have yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. just to show, show, show up. But I do think Joanne you know, McNally so and your own coming on I after us. And no, they're very big. But I was down in the minefield there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I, I saw Matt Cooper, Miriam mm. O'Callaghan, uh, Amy Huberman, uh, the the history podcast, the, the guy from News Talk, yeah. uh, the Tree Burning Castle, the, what's his name, Tree Castles podcast, it's sort of a history podcast. I think we could hold our own in the, in some of that company. Oh um, yeah, well, should we have a bigger local audience than any of them anyway? I have to come up with some type of thing to have people to make mm. sure that we have. I, I don't want to be there. Performing, I want to be performing at the picnic on Friday <laughs> evening. So we'll be, we could be performing at the picnic. <laughs> what type of passes do you get for that? Oh, we'd get in that sure, with all the other VIPs, yeah, wouldn't yeah, we'd we? We'd have backstage. We'd have backstage, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it might be a watered down backstage uh, for us, the likes of us, yeah, <laughs> probably. Because yeah. even like, but it's very open. I remember when I went to the press day last year and we were brought in and like what we were queuing to go through kind of security and all that cracking. And uh, the lads from, um, uh, not the script, uh, Cronus. The Cronus. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the queue beside yeah. me, you know. So it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very relaxed and open. Like going, going out, actually got lost. I, mean, I bumped into Hatch Finley and Brian. Oh yeah, and uh, Brian Hogan, and we got hopelessly lost going out. Whatever way we turned, and we ended up in a field, and like just it took us ages to get back to the car park. And when we got back to the car park, anyway, there was um, a band practicing in the, the car, car park. park. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And then another year, I remember. That was the last year when we went around to Paul Dargan and we were in the place with all the mad tents, like mm. the young crowd. That like it's like you were in the campsite, was it? The campsite. Oh, yeah, Jimi yeah, Hendrix. Yeah, that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one where Aldi was. Calcutta, as yeah, I do call it. Yeah, yeah. I saying things like that. <laughs> but, uh, and this lad said, stopped us, and he goes, "Do you know where such a place is?" And he was a performer. Oh, all right. What and, was he doing it there? Completely, utterly lost. God and him. the guards had sent him the wrong way. Yeah. And we try to know you're, you're actually going to have to go all the way back again. like So it is a bit bit open like that. Yeah, you have Oscar uh, Wilde, Janis Chaplin, uh, Jimi Hendrix, the Pink Moon. Pink Moon looks nice. That's where the, the glamping the glamp is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got into uh, one of them during the press day. I mean, you might go to the press day this yeah, well, year for I, a change. Never, You've been never so. been. I, I've never been to the press day. Yeah, yeah so I think I think we might book that now and make a day of it. That, that is the junket of all junkets. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I was a bit disappointed this year's one. We didn't get his as as big of a or last year's one. We didn't get his. Uh, we no red wine. Okay, I was very disappointed oh, about right. that. Cutbacks. Yeah, they're only white wine. Yeah, and oh, prosecco or some oh, yolk like that, that. I don't like. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, just switch from one concert to the next. We're almost out of time. Uh, the Forest Fest in Emo, and this is some setup. The uh, 
people will know promoter uh, Philip Marys, well-known solicitor in Port Leash. He is the promoter behind Forest Fest. It's the second year of it. Look at that for a lineup. There's 90 acts over three days, mm. three different stages. The main stage, I did a good interview with Philip last year. It's in the, the sports grounds in Emo, the football pitch, essentially, at the backdrop of the, the forest. Um, the stage came from Glastonbury last year. Oh, it, it, like the, the 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 production quality is just incredible. Um, it's it reminds me of what the electric picnic was in its early days. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's sort of a I very fair comparison. I think that's what they're going for, though. I think they're purposely doing that. Mm. Like I'd say, if they wanted to attract bigger acts, they easily could. Yeah. But I think they're they're going for the they're capped at five thousand. I think is is, the, that is, is the cap at per it. day? Is it? Yes, I think okay. so. How to put there is weekend camping. They're all sold out. Like, oh, it's Tesla, yeah. running buses from Dublin to it. Right. It uh, it has a serious, serious. Well, do you remember the very first lecture weekend? I wasn't at it. I was in America at the time, but I remember, okay, yeah, it was a one day thing. You one yeah. day, and then it went to maybe two, and then it became three, what and then it say. ballooned into what it is now. But I remember the first one. It was all four. I was thirteen, and I went up to it. J- James Blunt uh, James was Blunt, the was yeah. the main act at that stage. Carried Princess Diana's coffin. Did he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. How? He wasn't in... Wasn't James Blunt in the Royal Air Force or something? I didn't know that. That's yeah. bizarre. <laughs> Jesus. That's a great quiz question. Yeah. But uh, it, it that's what this reminds me of. That that first picnic was like that. It was smaller, obviously. I think yeah. there was only one or two stages and, and it was like that. But yeah, no, they like on the first night you have like the, pro- the Proclaimers, which oh, would yeah. be very popular. Ash, 500 miles, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, J- James would be would be another uh, from Manchester. Yeah, yeah, they're doing yeah. world tour. Yeah, uh, emo is their only stop. Irish stop on their world tour. Really? Yeah, yeah. So like they've they've no they've no shortage of the outcast. They're very strong then supporting local bands as well, like the Outcast Crew, Strength in Numbers, Pogology. They're all uh, local bands. We're a big fan of Pogology. Yeah, they're, right. they're the crowd that brought the stage down. Like is the that actually picture. Gabrielle that they have on the? No way on the Sunday. That's mad. Yeah, you've no idea who Gabriella is. Well, you do. She sings yeah, yeah. like Outer oh, Reach. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Hermitage Green, Riptide Movement, Paul Brady. Do you like go see Gabriella? Sharon Shannon. No, the, the, like, the, they've also then. Is a that sort Sharon of Shannon, like yeah, as yeah. in the, the accordion yeah, playing yeah, Shannon yeah, Shannon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also have a fla element to it. Right. So there's uh, the forest fla. That's, uh, that's, that's, uh, Gabrielle is an incredible singer. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, this is, this is, Philip Meyer means proper business now with this. Alex one on the Saturday. I I saw them a good few times at uh, lecture picnic. They were an absolutely brilliant band. Jack L, From my Jack L is my. Is I'd say he's my fourth cousin, is maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. my mother's second cousin. Well then, oh, he, Jack L is your mother's second cousin. Yeah. So then he's your second cousin once removed. So whatever that means. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So he he he, he was at yeah, the picnic yeah, a couple years ago. Frank and Walters. Frank and Walters. There's, that's my crowd that I think I saw. Yeah. <laughs> so is Sharon Shannon playing twice? Possibly. Yeah, Possibly. she's down Sunday there's and great, Saturday. There's some great Irish bands there. Into Paddy Casey. Paddy Casey is fantastic. Yeah, the Undertones. Yeah, the Valves. Yeah. They're down very in small oh, the rating. Val- the Valves are brilliant. I yeah, remember how are they in so small rating there, I wonder? I suppose they're, are they a local, local band here, oh, maybe? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I saw them. The f- one of the first concert after, after COVID that I went to was in Cavanaugh's. Remember they had the... It wasn't in Cavanaugh's. It was actually in the old school in, in Portage. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. It was out the back. Cavanaugh's ran it. But yeah, Cavanaugh's yeah, ran yeah. it and the Valves ran it and they were absolutely yeah. brilliant. Emer uh, Dunn, another great local singer. I know yeah. I'm serious. Um, or have we any Blackie, o- Blackie O'Connell and Cyril O'Donoghue. I don't know who they are, <laughs> but I'd love to see them. That that sounds like quite the duo. Have we anything else on the duo? Oh, yeah. Um, S- couple, are the tickets sold out for that before, before we move away for our first best tickets aren't sold out but okay. the, the weekend camping tickets or the camper van and weekend camping well, they're sold I'm out going to go, to go and nab myself a ticket for the Sunday and okay. watch I'll just go to see Gabrielle that'll do okay me. fair enough yeah. yeah, better not be any championship matches on that evening <laughs> want, to, want, want you to cover but um, <laughs> oh that'd be the first Emo, Emo won't be play, uh, guarantee you now Emo will be playing championship on the Thursday night oh it'd have to be yeah, so and and in fairness now Dempsey's in court would want to be playing early enough in the week too Mm. And everybody really that yeah. that could become like an electric picnic soon enough yeah. that uh, block it off. Block it off, yeah. It's a nice yeah. handy. You'd love that. Oh jeez, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to give a big shout, a uh, con- word of congratulations to Keith McLaren, Port Leash College. He's been appointed uh, principal of Port Leash Institute. Port Leash Institute is a third level element of Port Leash College. Didn't previously have its own principal. Keith was deputy, but he's after been elevated to top job. A Galway man. I think he's living in Tipperary. Really, really good operator and wishing him the best luck. His claim to fame is he once uh, judged a, uh, a competition with me. Did he? Oh, he was one of the judges on, on the, the lip sync battles. Lip battles, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, Keith McLaren and Damien Bow, was it? Damien Bow and Patricia Cullen. All oh, right. Is Why it Patricia? 
Yeah, vice yeah, principal. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah's aunt. Sarah. Yeah. Her niece What's the author's name? Is that Helen? Helen. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, Patricia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I want a big. Actually, I wanted to contact this next man to see would he come in for an interview. Uh, want to wish Chief Superintendent John Scanlon the very best of luck in his retirement. He had a retirement due last week in the Collection Hotel. Melvin Ben was at it, Anna Mae McHugh was at it, Drew Harris was at it. Um, he served for 41 years in Garda Shea He came up here to Leash 11 or 12 years ago, involved in the Doro Culler Hill community, the Folly Festival in Culler Hill, and the Harps GA Club. Electric Picnic and the National Plowing Championships have been on his doorstep more or less and all they the herald him. They herald him. Melvin Ben, I'm not surprised he went to it because any time we went to um, the press briefings and he'd be doing his media stuff, he would always mention... Chief. Chief Superintendent. Yeah. Uh, he was, I'd say, some operator and very good company as well. Mm. Good, good, good crack. And, but you know, he was the boss now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doubt yeah. That. Um, yeah. Paul Darren got a great picture of him at the Plowman last year. I'd say the meetings between him and like Savannah May and McHugh now were good sport. Um, but went wishing well in his retirement. He, like, this is very serious. He was superintendent in Limerick when the feud between the Dundon McCarthy's and the Keynes was, was going tight, on. Yeah. And, like, they brought. They locked up most of them. They, yeah. they got to the bottom of it, and uh, they cleaned up the act in Limerick, and yeah. he was promoted to chief super. Then, which is, he ended up with a region at least Offaly and Kildare. And I uh, believe we're not going to get a replacement anytime soon because there's nobody eligible. Was that it? Mm. My contact last week was telling me that interviews were going on, and they hoped to have an appointment. He's finishing up this week, mm. forty-one years. It could be a, a super few months. I think. Leash, yeah, superintendent in Offaly, yeah. superintendent in Kildare. Um, but I want to wish the chief the very best of luck, and hopefully he'll come in. He might give away too many state secrets in his interview, but he has had a very, very interesting career. Um, great if he did come in, because he's, he's not only has he worked in here, he's actually embedded himself in life here. Which is unusual to say. Yeah. Unusual to say for a chief superintendent. Like, you will see him now, if you go to any Harps match, oh, he's you'll there. see him. Yeah. 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 You know, he'd be at the mall, like, and, um, and he embedded himself in there and is heavily invested in the club and everything else. Yeah. Like. I don't know, great, great character and great company. And it's yeah. probably what made him so good at the job because he actually cared about the place as well. Yeah, no, he, he, like, he's a proud Limerick. Uh, Leashman. Limerick Leashman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, oh, before we finish up, we, we were trying to get you to enter the Rose of Tralee Escort there Too old. Week. You said the form says you're too old. Too old. I wonder, I wonder if you... We <laughs> no, I'm too old. <laughs> too old. But I think the bigger catch, the bigger catch is that you have to pay 1500 euros. Yeah, 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 you'd have to pay for that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking, I'd say Richard Dunn now would get, let, let us use Dunn's and we could do a table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would get my, I'd send my brother instead. Sure, he's yeah, he's yeah. he's only yeah, 23. Yeah. You can send him. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking we'd send you, but we put down that you're a year younger than you are. And would, <laughs> it, would you actually check it if you sumped up the 1500? We're doing a Dean Kyle on it, is it? actually check it if you had the 1500 euro with you. I doubt it. I doubt it. I said I wouldn't care. Yeah, so anyway, but on the mention of Rosa Tralee escorts, we mentioned a couple of the Bernard Rochfords, the Sean O'Shea's. forgot to mention our very good friend Paul Dargan, who did river dance essentially on the stage in 2003 when he was an escort. And he's part of the Rose family, as they say. Yes. And he's very much going down, he's going down this year. He goes down every year, I think. So sorry about that, Paul. We will be doing a story in time about your, that would have gone viral. Oh, absolutely, yeah. thing in 2003. It was the second most watched TV moment of... 2003 after the Special Olympics ceremony and the video clip is like they pretended that his rose taught him how to Irish dance and Paul is a professional Irish <laughs> dancer who was toured with Riverdance um, so he did this like real sort of a harmless sort of a little da- Irish dance and he sort of got a very polite round of applause and next thing he whips off the, the dicky ball whips off the jacket and goes across the stage with Michael Flatley <laughs> and, and gets a standing ovation <laughs> so, so that was it anyway we'll leave it at that over and out good luck God bless goodbye